When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bombs away, my friend. That's what happens when both of us are wearing bomber jackets. I'm really excited about it. What's up, everybody? And welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Disney prince himself, Blessing Adioye Jr. Tim, do you smell that in the air? I think I do. It's smelling like showcase season. Tim. Showcase season, baby. It's E3 part two. Season. Let's go, man. Let's freaking go. How hyped are you? Gamescom I'm, opening night live happening. Yeah, you know, hype levels from Gamescom opening night live. I think I, I, I'm i very in the right place for it, where I feel like opening night live, traditionally not the biggest of events in terms of crazy announcements and stuff. We've already gotten a lot this year. This is the first time. I, it, no, I guess the second time that we've gotten a Summer Game Fest opening night live and game awards all in the same year. So I'm not expecting anything too mind blowing, but having said that two hours, it's a lot of time for some fun updates, some fun announcements, some confirmation of some things we're looking forward to, like maybe a Sonic frontiers release date that may or may not have already already leaked. leaked. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. It's, it's cool. But we were talking before the show went live showcase season, man. It is, it's about to pop off. I just realized that. uh, So you're hosting the D 23 games panel uh in just a a few short weeks on a friday the saturday after that the day after uh we have this beautiful run from 10 a.m to noon of all the marvel studios and uh lucasfilm movie announcements going right into at noon the ubisoft forward yeah so fortunately they're not gonna be on top of each other like a couple years ago when we had to watch sephiroth be revealed in super smash brothers ultimate and sister act three get announced for disney plus <laughs> what a moment though what a moment though. what a one what a moment and we'll then we got apple's events coming soon this is a ton of events very exciting stuff all around we're going to talk about all of that and a bunch of news that's already happened today before showcase even went down because this is kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday we get together right here live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to run you through all of the nerdy video game news that you need to know about of course if you can't watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com you can also listen as a podcast on your favorite podcast service by searching for kind of funny games daily and we'll be right there for you if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong which is really cool uh if you don't have dollars to toss our way that's okay when you're on the epic game store buying video games make sure you use our epic creator code kind of funny and it will support us financially without costing you a penny more but if you have pennies to toss directly at us patreon.com slash kind of funny games is where you want to be where bronze members or above get to write into the show and silver members or above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show uh, except for today because We can't do a post show. We're going right into our live reaction of Gamescom opening night live, seeing what Jeff Keighley has prepared for all of us. He was hyping up all the rehearsals. The set looks amazing. I can't wait to see what goes on in there. It's going to be really cool, Bless, because this is one of the rare times that we're getting in in modern times. We're getting a super epic stage uh, press conference with thousands of fans in the audience oh, at yeah. Gamescom. So there's a different energy to that, right? Very excited. That. Yeah, so we'll be live reacting right here on Twitch, or it'll go up later on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. And, and then after slightly that, we're going to do our post show. Slightly mm-hmm. related to that, Tim, if you could check Slack uh, as well uh, while you're checking through that oh. for some possible opening night live stuff shenanigans that we're okay. Okay. trying to figure Let's out. See. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I will definitely, definitely get that. Um, Twitch things, give me Twitch one sec. Details. Give me one sec. Yeah, it is. It is. News. Bless. Can you can you uh, take up the housekeeping stuff for one sec? Yeah, of course. How, housekeeping for you, of course. Right after this is our live reactions to Gamescom opening night live. So if you're watching this live on Twitch, don't touch that dial because we'll be rolling right into that. Uh, if you're listening later, the reaction video will be up on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, we also got a new episode of the Kind of Funny podcast featuring 
first date do's and don'ts. Uh, I don't know why I wasn't on that one. Uh, you can catch that on youtube.com slash kind of funny and on podcast because it was made for someone like you, bless. It was, it was made for so you can nope. listen and get the advice. Nobody on kind of funny is going on more first dates than I am. Is that because everybody else is taken <laughs> <laughs> slash married except for Andy? Yes, but also listen. All right, I'm out. I'm out there during the current era, Tim. All right, mm-hmm. Tim, you don't know what it's like to be on Hinge and to be just just starting conversations and just ending them after three messages because one of us goes to the other. All right, you don't know what that life is about. Tim. I don't. I don't. Thank God. I feel you, so you bad would, for you. Would, it's like it's, it's like the the Drake ly- lyric where he says, "I don't know if they would have survived in this, in this era." You know, mm-hmm. he was talking about the Nasses. He was talking about the Jay Zs. What they survived yes. in it. The, Tim, you are the Nasses in this scenario. Thank I don't you, think you would survive in this. Thank era. you. <laughs> I'm the Drake. I'm out here with Khalees having to buy my own uh, freaking random ass house in the middle of the desert because we're fucking too loud. You ever hear about that? No, I did not hear about that. That's it's a true story. That is a true story. Nas and Khalees had to buy a house that it was far away enough from everybody else to not bother them because they'd Good be banging them. out here. Of course, like I said, this is kind of funny games daily. We have so much to talk about, so let's get right into it. Uh, for now, let's begin with what is and forever will be but the before, Roper Report. Before we do that, actually, I want to say thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, Guy V, and the Saboteur. Uh, and Today, we're brought to you by MeUndies, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's get into what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Thank we're you. such a smooth company. <laughs> It's time for some news. We have seven <laughs> stories today. A baker's dozen. Story number one. Man, bless. When me and you knew that we were going to host almost every Games Daily this week, we didn't know what type of week we were going to get with news. We didn't know if we we're going to get, oh man, slow news day after slow news day. But that wasn't mm-hmm. the case at all. The gaming gods have shown down on us. The and gave us. Story number one, PSVR 2 will be released in early 2023. This comes from Matt Kim at IGN. PSVR 2, PlayStation's next-gen VR headset, will be coming sometime in early 2023. According to multiple PlayStation social media sites across Twitter and Instagram, the next-gen PSVR headset has locked in a release window sometime in the early months of next year. The window was confirmed on PlayStation's official Instagram account, as well as numerous PlayStation regional Twitter accounts from France and Brazil. Interesting way to announce it, right? They're not, mm-hmm. they didn't put up a PlayStation blog post. They didn't put it in some kind of showcase. It's not like there's any other showcase happening right now where they could have put this, this uh, information into, right? It's funny, uh, two weeks ago, we were talking about this on PSW in terms of where do they announce PSVR 2? What, what does the plan look like now? Do we still believe that it might come in 2022? And I think all of us agreed that, no, at this point, it is coming in 2023 because that, you would have announced it by now, right? You would have you would have done the big reveal. I, I think that would have been an early early summer thing. And so to see it announced for early 2023 isn't a surprise. What does surprise me, because my prediction was that we'd see it in uh, whatever the fall PlayStation showcase is, because uh, I think that makes sense just, just as a, hey, here's all these games. Maybe we have a VR game or two to show you. And then also, by the way, here's the release date or here's a release window for PlayStation VR 2. I'm surprised that they're just dropping it out of nowhere on Instagram accounts and on Twitter accounts. That said, Tim, mm-hmm. when I put on my tinfoil cap, and it's funny because by the end of the day, right, like so many people are going to be listening to this episode after Gamescom opening night live. So a lot of things that we're going to be say, uh, saying will already be confirmed or deconfirmed. When I put on my tinfoil hat, do you think there could be some some sort of announcement at opening night live of a VR game coming to PSVR that would want to confirm their window for 2023. I I don't think that that is uh, a wild thing to think about at all. Um, yeah, you know, I because why do it out of nowhere? Uh, well, so it the first place we all saw it was the French Instagram account, right, or the French Twitter account. Ponce, for, yes for uh for playstation and then it started like it took a little yeah there you go uh it took a little bit of of time for it to kind of like officially get announced like worldwide across everywhere so when things like that happen sometimes you're like ooh, did someone make a mistake and then they're like ah let's just like put it out now uh, and just like kind of deal with it or is there some strategy involved like you're saying i think it's interesting where the concept of should this have been a showcase this it could have been an email like all that type of stuff like i think that we've heard enough about psvr2 so far especially with the way that they've been talking about it on the blogs and all of that that this announcement the way that they did it makes sense to me 
um, especially in terms of like getting ahead of Gamescom opening night live, kind of just like here we are right on Games Daily covering this news story before the day is about to get flooded with uh, a whole bunch of Gamescom announcements. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think you're actually you bring up a good point that there is a chance that uh, something might happen. I doubt it's going to be a PlayStation game like exclusive like a horizon type or a god of war vr or something but i wouldn't be surprised if uh you know there's been a lot of rumors of cd project red being there and um some cyberpunk dlc maybe we get a cyberpunk vr and they want to announce that it's also coming to psvr too that could make sense yeah yeah i think that's the interesting um string of thought of what is important enough to be announced today at a Gamescom opening that live for VR to make it worth PlayStation go- going, hey, you know, we're going to have this out in early 2023. I'm, And it, this could be nothing, right? It could be, no, we just feel like announcing it now because why not? We're PlayStation. We're going to announce whatever we want, whenever we want, because we have that, that, that sort of power. I think that could very well also be true. And honestly, that might be, <laughs> that might be the likelier answer. Uh, but I do think it's fascinating of, oh yeah, what if there is like, you know, you mentioned Horizon. Horizon Call of the Mountain we know exists. We know, uh, we've seen the announcement. We've seen multiple trailers for it. What if there is a trailer that is, by the way, here's here's more of the game. Here's like a, a gameplay, like a few minute gameplay deep dive. And then also, yeah, it is coming out day and date with PSVR 2. It's coming out early, early 2023. What if it is, hey, Half-Life Alex has something to show. That is coming out for, uh, having that be announced for PSVR 2 and have that uh, be announced with some sort of window, right? Like, you know, PSVR 2 being announced this morning creates an ease for announcements following to be able to stake their claim, right? Be able to yep. say, hey, and we're coming at this time, right? And that's not, I this, this is, again, me with my tinfoil hat on, right? This is me, me theorizing. Um, I think it's random as hell to drop this news on a Monday afternoon on Instagram, <laughs> French Instagram of all places. Uh, it's Instagram with two M's and an E at the end. I think that's like I think that's strange. I think that's weird. But it's PlayStation, and they've done strange things like that before. PlayStation will do like d- random days where they're like, "Hey, let's talk about seven random indie games coming to to PlayStation," and one of those games will be um, Inscription, right? A game that means a lot to the masses. But for PlayStation, they're like, "Yeah, no, let's just throw it on Twitter. Why not?" Uh, so it's not it, it's not outside the the. Uh, I guess it's not outside the realm of possibility for PlayStation to do something like this. I just wonder if there's anything deeper there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very interesting, and it makes me really start to think, like, are we going to get a PlayStation showcase this year or not? Just because we've had them the last couple of years doesn't mean that they're going to do one again. And I think that us knowing God of War Ragnarok's release date puts them in an interesting spot. It's a spot they've been in before with things like Last of Us and uh, Ghost, where it's like the more answers we got, for the big upcoming titles, the less necessary um, they needed to be in the big showcases. We always wonder like, oh, wow, how are they get this game's coming out next week, but there's a state of play or a showcase the week before. How much time are they really going to spend on this thing that's imminent, right? And sometimes it's just a quick shout out of like, hey, remember, it's coming out next week or whatever. And they move on. Um, I wonder if they're going to kind of like just hunker down and kind of ride the rest of this year out with God of War Ragnarok. And then this is them kind of just flagpoling early 2023 for psvr2 and then maybe it's maybe we don't get a september showcase for playstation maybe it is sometime early next year i hope that's not the case but i don't know at some point i feel like it just makes sense given the landscape of video games right now where i don't know it, it almost we need to know what's coming after ragnarok but mm-hmm. i don't know that we need to know that until after Ragnarok. No, that makes sense. Yeah, like why step on the release of God of War Ragnarok? Not that not that anything can necessarily step on the release because it's God of War Ragnarok, but for PlayStation, it's like, well, our audience isn't fiending right now for new content. Our audience, they're not banging our door asking, where are the video games at, right? Like Last of Us Part 1 coming out in a couple weeks, and then also God of War Ragnarok, and then also third-party stuff that's carrying down the fort, let alone the Forspokens of the world, the Final Fantasy VII remakes of the world, uh, rebirths of the world. Uh, those are out there, right? And there's not the inherent need to come out right now and you know, do this big blowout of here are all the things you can look forward to. I still would be surprised if we didn't get a PlayStation showcase uh, this fall, though, because I think on the first party side, there's got to be so much to talk about. You know, there's so many question marks. There's so many secrets. There's so many things that we know exist or things that 
we can predict exists, right? Like we assume that Ghost of Tsushima 2 is in development. Why not come out and just say it, right? We know that you're working on a tons of multiplayer stuff. Why not come out and say it? We know that, um, you know, you, you got Bungie under your, under your belt. You got Haven under your belt. You got uh, Deviation Studios. They announced the partnership uh, what about a year ago, right? You have all these things that are question marks. I feel like you got to come out and, and clear some of that stuff up because, you know, your PlayStation and why not? And yeah, let's build hype for, for, the coming years for me the thing that the the thing that's interesting speaking about showcases is does psvr2 have a showcase right is oh, yeah. that beginning of it does that happen beginning of 2023 oh yeah undeniably then, psvr gets a showcase and they're going to go all out and it's going to be very focused and they're going to have first party announcements third party announcements hey here's old vr games that are on it if they don't do that it's going to be an absolute massive failure on their mm -hmm. marketing like this they they need to prove to people that hey this is the definitive mainstream VR thing that you should invest in as a PlayStation owner. And I think the best way to do that is have one place with all the focus to hype it all the fuck up. So what, when do you think we actually get PSVR 2? Uh, well, early 2023, I, I feel like that could be early. I feel like it could be February. Um, oh, wow. I think January might be a little early, but I, I see February, March for this happening. Um, Charles Jacobson in this chat says, uh, even if it's a big IP, they always give him a state of play. Ragnarok will get a showcase. Yes, yes, yes. What I'm saying, there will be state of plays. I imagine we're going to get one for Ragnarok. Um, I'm talking about a PlayStation showcase, like the one yeah, the, you're talking about the big get, event, the big event where we get the Final Fantasy 16s and the, uh, you know, the, the Spider-Man Spider 2s and Wolverines. things like that. So um, we're going to get one. We are we are overdue and we are like needing a big showcase because I keep saying this, like we are ending this first phase of PS5 where uh, once Ragnarok comes out, we all we know is that there's Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine coming, right? Spider-Man 2, 2023, Wolverine at some point. But besides that, what have all the teams been working on? What does 2023, 4, 5 look like for PlayStation from a first-party standpoint? Third-party really is a know. little easier to put together. We'll see. We will see. Uh, story number two. Sega seems to leak the Sonic Frontiers release date. This comes from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. The story can also be known as sega doesn't give a fuck about god of war ragnarok baby <laughs> sonic let's, let's go. go sega itself appears to have leaked a november release date for sonic frontiers after a new trailer for the game appeared on youtube before swiftly being taken down gotta go fast industry insider nibel spotted a new trailer grabbing a screenshot of its title screen that shows a november 8th release date the trailer was publicly available on the japanese sonic the hedgehog youtube channel for just a few minutes before it was quickly made private and therefore unviewable again it's likely the trailer that sega planned to release during gamescom that was teased by the game's official twitter account yesterday oh hold on tim i'm getting a phone call oh shit hello oh hey what's up Corey? Mm-hmm. oh wow okay yeah i'll, I'll tell them uh that was Corey Barlog. He he's saying that he's terrified of Sonic Frontiers and he's getting out the way uh, because it's going to be it's going to have such bless. a big Kids it's going to have such a big you. impact. Don't that is that is fake. Don't write news stories about that, the gamer. Don't write news stories. That is as a bit. Uh, but I think it is hilarious <laughs> that Sonic Frontiers possibly could come out this the the day before God of War Ragnarok, mm -hmm. same day as Skull and Bones, which. You know, let's not discount Skull and let's Bones. Let's not everybody. discount Skull and Bones, man. We have three Game of the Year potential candidates going on that, that Wild. week, man. It's about, to be, about to be crazy. Honestly, Bless, like, this is sad news for me and you personally. And probably just the two of us. Yep. Because how the fuck are we expected to play both of these at the same time? <laughs> I, does Sega not care? You know, like... What is their thought process here? I understand, yeah, sure, maybe the Sonic audience is different from the God of War audience, whatever. Don't release your, your game the same week as God of War Ragnarok, especially when your game is supposed to be, like, this big, meaty, open zone. I'm using the word meaty loosely, right? A big, meaty, open zone, open world Sonic game, right? Like, that's a game that I think you want people to be able to have time with, like, separate from a God of War Ragnarok. Separate from, like, a juggernaut release. You know, I know right now it's kind of difficult to place your game in a place where other games aren't coming out because next falls or next spring seems like it's going to be packed also. But God of War Ragnarok feels like the one game where it's like, okay, no, let's get out. Let's get out the way. Let's not even try it. Dude, I, again, I've been saying this for a long time, but so much about Sonic Frontiers just reeks of fiscal quarter shenanigans on the back end. 
right? Like it just feels like they there are things that Sega needs to do at certain points to hit certain things and goals and all that. And I unfortunately think that Sonic Frontiers is going to be a victim of that. If that wasn't the case, would it have ended up being a great game? Probably not. But I do think that uh, this is giving it less of a chance to succeed. Um, but we'll see. We're just a couple hours away from seeing if this is confirmed. But it probably it is. It probably is. It yeah. probably is. <laughs> Story number three. Bungie. They did their own showcase this morning. They revealed yeah. Destiny 2 Lightfall. This comes from Tom Warren at The Verge. Bungie first released its next major Destiny 2 Lightfall expansion more than two years ago. And since then, players have gained control of the darkness, fought Savathun and her undead army, and witnessed the witness. Now it's time to shake things up again with the launch of Destiny 2 Lightfall on February 28th with its new cyberpunk world, new strand subclasses, and much more. Oh, there's a lot going on here. I'm going to get into the Twitter thread real quick of things here. So it's launching February 28th. This comes from Nibel. Uh, Lightfall adds a grappling hook for all three classes, the power of strands. Uh, never forget. Kojima. It's a strand game. It's a strand game. Uh, they're going to add an in-game fire team finder in 2023, in-game loadouts and mod manager with Lightfall. It's coming to the Epic Game Store. The Fortnite Destiny 2 collab has been confirmed. Also, Whoa. Destiny 2 cross Fall Guys, baby. What's up? Whoa. And also, they will not sunset any expansions in the future. Most of that means nothing to me. Nothing to me at now, all. Tim, did you, did you watch the Lightfall trailer? No. Because I'm somebody who... I, I've not played Destiny 2 since launch. I played a lot of Destiny 2 uh, it, it, during launch, right? That launch month. But after that, I couldn't really stick with it. Uh, but that the Lightfall trailer looks dope as hell. Like, it is cyberpunk. It looks like it looks almost like a different game, right? The setting looks fantastic. I will say the Strand grappling hooks got me. I'm like, oh, shit. This is fire. You're um, boy. And I wish, I wish I could break it down, right? I wish I had I the, wish the I skill could. and, like, the the lore knowledge to be able to get deep into why this is dope. But Tim, that's mm -hmm. not what me and you are for. It's just not bless. Who, who could there possibly be to help us out with this destiny Two news? Tim, I think we got a destiny Two fire team in the house. Welcome to the show. Steve sailor in Paris. Fellas, how's it going? Hey, uh, eyes up guardian. It. Let's go. Let, let's do it. it. It's like Beetlejuice. I heard, I heard destiny. I heard Bungie and I show up. <laughs> no, so let, this, let's this, break this down real quick because what i'm excited about is steve you were actually part of the showcase i was yes um they as part of the pre-show uh bungie invited a few community members to take part in a uh, video uh marketing campaign they're doing called heroes welcome if anyone remembers a video that was put up by amaze it was basically a rap uh for destiny um it's part of that campaign where basically we're just trying to encourage new guardians to jump into destiny and uh from all different from uh, people from all different walks of life and uh my buddy my best friend uh, uh t morris and i got to uh sort of tell our story and how we basically i started streaming on twitch because of uh because of uh t and playing destiny so hell yeah congrats man that, that that's huge paris uh what, what's your take on this news oh i'm i'm over the moon excited for this this is this is what I wanted. It, it's crazy to think I've been playing this game since 2014 and it's just, it's not slowing down. It continue, they can Bungie continues to iterate on this. They continue to listen to the community and add in features and, and things that we want. The biggest thing I took out of this was they're bringing LFG. Yes. In game. Yeah. Let's fucking you, you, go. You have, you have no idea how huge that is oh, for, yeah. for the cooperative experience, being able to raid, do the dungeons, being able to get everybody together in game. I don't have to go to a Reddit page or go on Twitter or somewhere else or try and wrangle all my friends together. Or to use to the weird app. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's huge. And, you know, bringing in this, this new subclass is going to be great. Neptune being a new location to go. The fact that they're not going to sunset these expansions anymore yes. is it, it's everything that the that the community has been wanting I'm, I'm very excited for it hell yeah steve any any more thoughts yeah actually i i think that as as paris said like this is going to be a great uh time for for new guardians to kind of jump in because the biggest problem that destiny had is that they have a great 
sort of beginning um, with New Light, where it sort of teaches you the mechanics of Destiny and all of the uh, stuff that you could be able to do. But once it's done, it's kind of like, okay, here you go, and just go go nuts, and you have no way to be able to go uh, like figure out what to do next. So with this new, they've got Guardian ranks, they've got commendations, yes. they have LFG, all that stuff is going to allow new players to be like, okay, you know what, this is we can we can lead you through uh, the lore, the giant lore of of Destiny, and lead you up to kind of like whatever the current expansion is and the fact that they haven't they're not going to sunset any more expansions the which is so the earliest one is shadow keep shadow keep is the beginning of sort of the darkness um saga um that we're currently in right now the light oh, and yeah. darkness saga so uh which now lightfall is going to be kind of like the second to last uh story in the in this uh in this saga so we're so now the basically new new guardians can kind of jump in and play is going to be huge and also that epic game store stuff is just like absolutely fantastic too i'm, I'm loving that creator code kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, was you, gonna, I was gonna yeah, use killer. mine but i'm like yeah, no, or, or or creator code steve sailor uh blind gamer steve blind gamer steve <laughs> would you <laughs> would you guys say that this is a jumping in point for people who have not been who, who have either you know played destiny to a launch and then dropped off like me or haven't played destiny at all like does that does lightfall seem like uh it's going to get people in or do you think yes. it's more for the use of the world no, I, I think to Steve's point, Guardian Ranks, that's the whole point of it, is to get new people in and to get people that have lapsed that have not played in a long time to be able, it's almost like this guide to get you through all the new systems and mechanics that, mm -hmm. that have evolved in, in Destiny 2 over the years to get you up to speed to where all the dedicated players are so you can enjoy all these in-game activities together. So yeah, I think this is actually going to be a great jumping off point for new yeah, people to get in. And What's great too is that as well, like for the guardians that are currently kind of the hardcore guardians, it will encourage those guardians to help those new players because you will get sort of commendations and ranks uh, as well to kind of like as a leader. So you get to help people uh, as they start. And that's the whole point of the, even the LFG being able to kind of jump in and be like, hey, new guardians, what do you need help with? Do you need help with a raid? Do you need help with an activity, an expansion? What do you need? And they can be able to uh, connect with new guardians that way. And, and and there's a lot of great people in the community that are able to do that. I know a lot of streamers that uh, even my, my best friend T, like the reason why I got into Destiny was because he guided me through uh, the entire uh, campaign uh, uh, when uh, when uh, Forsaken first launched. So it was it was like people like that are are very uh, like a big part of the community and now we they get to kind of be rewarded for that and also it get to help a new a new guardians as they're coming in so yeah it definitely would be a great jumping on point for sure how much awesome longer stuff. is left in destiny like is this the is this the final one is is no. destiny 3 around the <laughs> no, corner no no <laughs> really I, I i'm actually shocked that they've not dropped the two from, yep, from destiny yeah because yeah. even though there's one more expansion coming beyond lightfall to kind of wrap up this light dark saga destiny's not stopping after that they're going to wow. continue to do stuff with it yeah so it's that's it's, wild that like i remember when destiny was first announced and they talked about this 10-year plan and everybody's like 10-year plan we'll see about mm -hmm. that and then yeah. destiny 2 comes out and it seems like destiny 2 might actually fulfill that that 10-year plan yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna surpass it, which which is crazy to think. I mean, basically, the ten year plan will end with this expansion after Lightfall, but then it's gonna continue beyond that. So, I mean, they're Bungie, man. I mean, it's it's just amazing what they've done with this game, with this concept, and they've just continued, you know, to iterate on it and just improve it over the years. It's great. Totally. Yep. Paris and Steve, thank you guys so much for hanging out with thank us. You. We'll see you guys soon. Have a good Gamescom. Enjoy everything going on. Uh, but before we move on from the Destiny story, Barrett Courtney, our other Destiny expert, has some uh, breaking yeah, news. I, 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 have, I like, uh, you know, I've been taking in all of this uh, Destiny news and, like, really just breaking it down, you know. Me, your local kind of funny Destiny expert, talk about it all the time. And this mm -hmm. is my uh, this is my big takeaway from uh, all of this news. Is um, Whoa. Why? Huh. <laughs> Why does it look the same? Yeah, For audio uh... listeners, uh, Barry just brought up a picture of the Lightyear logo. Of course, Pixar's Lightyear, the latest, the latest Pixar movie to come out, and compared it with the Destiny 2 Lightfall logo. And uh, there are some striking similarities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what the That's fuck? A... I, when I saw it, like, I, I, someone had like, uh, liked uh, Jeff Keighley's tweet. And I thought it was like a fake foot, like someone had like matched it together. And I was like, oh, that's funny because Lightfall sounds like, is like close to Lightyear that, that they made it look like the Lightyear photo or the logo. And it's like, nope, that's just the logo. We right. joke about that too, by the way. It's it's, it's totally the bus Lightyear font, not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Bye. 
Oh, man. We're going to move on to other stories. But remember, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can get the show ad free. But speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes. I love Me Undies. It is very rare, if ever, that you'll see me not wearing Me Undies head to toe. I'm wearing the Me Undies shirt. I'm wearing the Me Undies lounge shorts. I'm wearing the Me Undies socks. I'm wearing the Me Undies undies. Of course I am. Everyone knows Me Undies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes. But did you know that they make other stuff too? They have daily tees, shorts, rompers that add a little silky softness to your everyday. They even make hoodies for your dog. You know that Toretto and Moose be rocking those as well. MeUndies is your destination for all things soft and sustainable. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. That's MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. You're not going to regret it. You're going to love MeUndies just like I do. MeUndies.com slash kindoffunny. Story number four, a Borderlands thing showing up at Gamescom opening night live. This is interesting. They just dropped yeah. on Twitter this uh, image of some Borderlands characters, little Borderlands tease. Bless, what do you think this is? I assume it's the movie. I don't know what else it would be, right? Like the the image they show gives me movie vibes for some reason. I don't know why. It just, I, I maybe we've seen imagery from the movie before or like, there, there's been some sort of like iconography, but like this immediately made me th- think of the movie. Um, so it's either gonna be that or Tim, or mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. we talked about Tales from the Borderlands, the yeah. new Tales from the Borderlands. I think uh, it's that. You think it's that? I do. Yeah, there's something about the outline here that like actually doesn't give me movie vibes. It, like the outline of especially like uh, this character here, like the their like hair here. It just doesn't, that doesn't look like the outline. That doesn't, of, like, you don't think that's actual, Kevin Hart? Pr- yeah, no. I, that fair. seems like something that's like in engine, you know? Mm. Yeah, I, I get the vibe that this is uh, Tales of the Borderlands. I feel like that kind of adds up as well with just everything we've been hearing recently of that game. And like at some point, we're going to, we have to get it, right? I feel like this is Gamescom opening night live, partnering with Jeff Keighley. It seems like the right place for, for that type of announcement. So, yeah. I want to see more from that movie. I guess it's probably just wishful. It's it's me being hopeful because I really want to know what that movie looks like. I and specifically, I want to know what Kevin Hart in that movie looks like. Specifically, well, we'll see. Bless one day. Uh, Moving on to story number five. Twitch announced the end of their exclusivity clause. There is some asterisk to this, so don't get too excited, everybody. For those wondering today, Twitch announced the end of our exclusivity clause in partner contracts. This comes from uh, Eight Bit Dylan, a dude that works over at twitch this means you can't do singular streams to youtube or facebook uh you can do multi-stream streaming at the same time as you're live on instagram live or tiktok uh this means you cannot simul stream to youtube or facebook which is what the majority of people that would care about this actually want from this whole exclusivity situation having said that pretty big deal to be able to live stream on the social channels their reasoning here adds up makes sense twitch wants to make money they don't want people going on other platforms that are uh more direct competitors to themselves in terms of the web-based things like youtube with the membership programs and all of that um they want to keep people in one thing the thing that kind of rubs me the wrong way is their reasoning for it they say that the when you read through their actual like partner faq update that they put out they're saying that um, it's for the the best experience for the community. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. It's the best way for you to make money. Like, like yeah. let's just fucking call a spade a spade here. Um, but the TikTok is huge because this is – it's a burgeoning platform. There are more eyes on it than any other platform uh, in, in terms of, like, rising star power. Um, and just being there, being live is going to get so many more eyes on the content you're making. There's going to be a lot of hurdles for people to get through, our, us ourselves. Like, this morning, we're actually trying. I don't even know where we're at right now with it, but we're, we're we, trying. We, we just uh, called it. We just called it it unfortunately damn. Oh, damn. damn damn we were trying to get it so that we could simulcast uh the gamescom opening night live reactions on uh instagram and tiktok as well as here on twitch uh but we'll see how this all all goes but what's interesting here is um there's an extra part of this where now people are going to be allowed to stream not at the same time but at least stream on different platforms so you can stream 
uh, kind of funny games daily on YouTube and then do the Twitch streams with Mike, Andy and uh, Nick over on, on Twitch. Oh yeah. Um, either at the same time or right after each other or whatever it is. So um, I, I actually don't know if you could do it at the same time. Cause the way it says is you could do it right after you go live. But I wonder. Well, like, if it's separate content, that's the thing is I, that's I'll fun, have to look right? deeper into this because like they're talking more to solo creators as opposed to people like us that have the means to do simultaneous streams at different yeah. places. But anyways, we'll have to see how that all uh, goes down. But this is a huge paradigm shift in the streaming game. I think it's going to really change the way a lot of people make content. And um, it's a step in the right direction. But I unfortunately really, really wish that it was a further step. Um, selfishly for us, for sure. But also it's like, just when people can be in more places, that means more people get to engage with the content. It's just like, it's a win-win for everybody. However, it can be a loss for Twitch. I totally yeah. get it financially. And that's, that is kind of the biggest bummer of all of this uh, to me. Do you have any thoughts on this bless? No, I think you pretty much, you pretty much covered it, um, but it's a small step. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yes. Yes. Um, story number six. Sakurai has ended his daily smash screenshots yesterday. He Pour tweeted, this concludes the daily smash ultimate screens I've been posting since December, 2019. Thank you for your support. Hashtag smash brothers. However, I've been thinking about starting something new this time. It won't be daily though. Check back around this time tomorrow for more info. Um, so this was this posted around 8 PM um, Pacific time. Last so, night. Today, around 8 p.m., we'll probably get an update from Sakurai of what he's doing next. I don't expect it to be anything wild, right? Like, it's it's pretty insane to think that Sakurai has been doing some form of this since 2007. <laughs> Wait, does it go, really go back that long? It does, because wow. he, he did it leading into Brawl. He did it, and for Brawl, it was the nightly, um, well, Japan time. It was night for us. It was like midnight. Um post where they would announce one new thing for smash brawl every single night and sometimes it was just like here's a rule for smash brothers don't fall off the platform or you lose mm -hmm. the stock and it's like thanks sakurai but then sometimes it's like yo motherfuckers pokemon traders a character you get to switch between squirtle ivysaur and charizard and you're like whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh so that was super fun and then leading into uh smash wii u he did a thing like this that it was screenshots that kind of blended the two things where it would be screenshots that would reveal things so it'd be like sometimes it was never a character but like it'd be a screenshot it'd be like four screenshots um released and like one of them would be like a new stage uh or one of them would have a new item in it and i remember i did a lot of breakdown videos at ign and it was like such a good time uh and then for smash ultimate because ultimate was kind of like a remix version of the wii u game yeah. um it was more of just like after the release posting a fun screenshots that kind of like Tell little fun stories. It's, it's Sakurai being the most Sakurai he possibly yeah. can. But like the, they're great sc uh, screenshots. Like it, it, you know, it's so fun that um, <clears throat> when people get their hands on a game like this, you know, oftentimes people will go crazy with it, make fan content, do crazy screenshots, all that stuff. I feel like Sakurai consistently has some of the best screenshots out of the game, and it's funny because he's also the developer, right? Like he made it, and he knows how to use this stuff the best. And so you go through his screenshots, and I, I love seeing whenever his his stuff would pop up on Twitter because it's always some sort of like really cool uh like usage of oh yeah in smash you can like square up with this character so i'm gonna have you know ryu squaring up against uh uh you know this character from tekken right or kazi or whoever right i'm gonna have like all, all these fighting game folks in a row like on a fighting game stage right or i'm gonna have uh mario and sonic like jumping toward a star at the same time mm -hmm. he's more creative uh, about it <laughs> but usually it'd be something around like oh that's clever oh that's cool funny enough my current uh computer screen background is one of those sakurai screenshots and it's um it's uh heiachi from tekken basically doing like a fighting pose up against uh sonic from sonic the hedgehog uh and like <laughs> i saw that and immediately i was like i fucking love this i am making this my um my my background right as somebody who loves fighting games also as somebody who loves sonic um yeah sakurai does such a great job i think of capturing the fandom that people have for all these different franchises and and contextualizing them in really fun and, and, and interesting ways mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss him doing this you know i think this is such an awesome thing and i wish if we had the time i would have like figured out a way where me and you could go and we can probably still do this on like a future post show or something like bring up our top five sakurai screenshots and oh, just like it. you know show them off to the world because he had, he had some bangers in there uh so shout out to th this whole thing i'm sad that it's ending yeah for now 
Definitely. I mean, and what he's going to do next, I don't know. But I, I kind of like the idea of it not being daily. I don't think it's going to be anything like mind-blowingly, like like work, him working on a new game or something. I mean, hey, maybe that'd be kind of cool. But um, I, I hope that it's kind of more deep looks back and like maybe like just a look back at Smash Brothers as a franchise and like giving like behind the scenes reveals of like characters that never were, you know, like oh maybe God. there's like some Geno uh character design work that was done back in for brawl that like wasn't released or travis touchdown or something like i'm sure there are characters that never actually saw the light of day mm. um so could be you interesting what, I want, I, what do you want plus i want a super smash brothers orchestra we get well, orchestras uh, all the and i know that's probably in terms of licensing probably impossible it's not but, impossible it happens and you can actually wait, really? get it on spotify smashing live they did it in 2001 what? to celebrate the launch of smash melee and bless oh, oh gotcha. man i just gave you the greatest freaking night of your life it, it legitimately oh, front to back i think it is my favorite single video game concert ever really okay I mean, okay it's you smash brothers it. it's kind of cheating like it's the medleys are just off the fucking chain, man. Like the one problem is they didn't have a choir. It's just orchestra, uh, and I, mm. I'm a choir boy. I need, oh, I need could you imagine choir. a post brawl orchestra with a choir to it? Oh my god! Yeah. I was listening. This is this is um uh, related but unrelated. Uh, I I recently discovered a UK uh, grime song. Uh, like for folks for the uninitiated, right? UK rap. Uh oh, I need to find the name of it though, because the song samples the theme from brawl and like sick. it is it is a, a sick ass instrumental i fucking love this song it's the it's these these uk thugs and so like they're going in right they're Yo. like mate i'm a shanky they're doing all like all the uk <laughs> <laughs> all the uk slang and throw in there they're saying it it's great oh bless shout Dude, out to uk I, grime so <laughs> talking about like the the smash sakurai like just the memories of him posting stuff in the announcements i will never fucking forget when they were just like Okay, we did Melee. It was one of the greatest games of all time, and it was essentially a perfect Smash Brothers. Now we're making Brawl, and, you know, if there's going to be third-party characters. There's going to be a single-player mode. There's all these insane cutscenes of seeing these characters interact in ways we never thought. It's like, well, who's going to do the theme song? Let's get Nobu Umatsu of Final Fantasy yeah. fame to fucking arrange this. Are you kidding me? They went too hard, Sakurai. We don't deserve you. I hope Sakurai in the future, this? this future thing he's teasing, is just him posting good pictures of Kirby. That would be nice. That would be that nice. Would that be Kirby nice. concert, though, y'all. Now oh, I still a, need to go back and see that. You, oh, and bless you better fucking do it fast. You know why? Mm -hmm. Is it going to get delisted? They're taking it down. They're taking oh, the YouTube video down. What are you up. talking about? That's fucked up. Figure it the fuck out, man. Jesus. By, by the way, the song I was referencing earlier is called uh, D38 No Miming. D38, no miming. Highly recommend if you're a rap fan or you feel like the brawl theme a lot. 1,000% you know, go check it out and listen to it. It's fire. Love it. I'm sending I'll it to you right to now, uh, Barrett and Tim. Thank you very much. Story number seven to round out the news stories today. Nintendo Treehouse Live featuring Splatoon 3 and Harvestella announced. This comes from Jordan Midler at VGC. Nintendo has announced that it will hold its Nintendo Treehouse live stream later this week, featuring news on Splatoon 3 and Harvestella. The presentation will be held on August 25th at 9.30 a.m. PT, just a couple days away. The show will consist of a deep dive into the all-new Splatoon 3 single-player mode, a look at stages and strategies for the Splatfest world premiere demo, and world-first gameplay for Harvestella. So there cool. we go. Bless, I didn't uh, know what Harvestella was, and then, you know, I, I pulled up this trailer... And there's definitely some uh, some anime waifus in here, so this seems like a blessing uh, game for sure. Uh, why does everybody think I love anime waifus? That's first and foremost. All right. Mm. Secondly, I do want to check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I do yes. want to check. Like, I'm usually not a farming sim person, but you just showed um, some screens of combat going on, and I'm like, oh shit! I didn't realize they had they had combat in this game. I thought this was straight up just a Harvest Moon uh, type of game, but it looks like it has a little bit more going for it, and so. Dude, and they have a thing called quietus this is like the weirdest most square ass thing ever and i know that like everything square does is in some way but like this just feels like such a mishmash where they're just like all right well we've published some farming sims before so let's get some of that in there we're gonna have weird worlds like quietus in here like that's more representative of like the final fantasy 15 modern side but then fuck it all the characters are gonna look like crystal chronicles because why the hell not like I, this is such a bizarre thing where it just feels like they're like and that's some Final Fantasy Eight boss looking stuff. Like this is a greatest hits, which hey, that strategy might really pay off for them. You know, like hey, there's a lot of fans out there like all this yeah. different stuff. Maybe they'll like all the other things too. The Crystal Chronicles sounds like 
some kind of drug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I had a homie. He did the Crystal Chronicles. He didn't make it out. Dude, everyone I <laughs> know that did Crystal up. Chronicles, man, they went way too hard. Way yeah, too hard. No, for sure. Did, did you have any Some friends that did? Did I, did I have any friends that did Crystal Chronicles? Is that mm -hmm. what you're at? But mm -hmm. I had one. Uh, his name was Steven. Yeah. And he changed his name afterwards. Yeah. See, the thing, the thing about Chris, the, doing the Crystal Chronicles is you can't do it alone. Like, you have to do it with friends. Oh, you have to do it. Yeah. No, that's yeah, a good point. Like, it's not as good when it's just one of you. Like, you needed to. And it, but it gets really expensive, the whole habit, you know, because you have to get the GBAs and the link cables as well as the GameCube and all that stuff. Bro, if you, if you got to get a GBA to, to, to do your thing, then it's not worth it, bro. It's not worth it. You've gone too far. Come back to reality. Y'all are a couple right? dorks. We can get you help. We can get you help. <laughs> Barry, you know you'd be doing the Crystal Chronicles, Barrett. Nah, too dangerous for my blood. Yeah, Crystal Chronicles, honestly, uh, who is this in the chat? Lanky Dragoon saying it's a gateway drug. It is, it's a gateway drug to the, the, the Four Swords adventure. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Splatoon 3. I'm not a Splatoon guy. I really gave uh, Splatoon 2 a shot, and it's fun for what it is. You know, I know Andy got into it for a bit. I, I wonder if he – I can see him giving this, the, like, the, the, the good old weekend try, you know, seeing mm -hmm. if he can get back into it. I know he loves those ink girls or whatever the fuck they're called. I don't, I don't think they're <laughs> in this wings. one, though. It's, uh, it's uh, two different hosts this time around, right? Oh yeah, it's the it's the three hosts. I forget mm -hmm. what they call them, but like the the trio, the cool trio. I want to try. I, I definitely want to try to get into Splatoon three. Mm -hmm. uh, Andy's the one who convinced me that it would be my jam, and I, I trust in Andy. Andy seems like he has a good head head on his shoulders. Uh, Hold on, what up? I was expecting Andy to pop in the chat, right? And it, and it wasn't Andy that popped in the chat. Snowbike fucking Mike popped in the Snowbike Mike. What the fuck do you have to say about Splatoon three? Oh, man, I've been riding so much Platoon 3 hype. It's insane, Tim. But I'm just here for, uh, of course, Gamescom. That's why I'm here. Gotcha, got it. Are you, are you interested in Splatoon 3 at all? Uh, yeah, I played a little bit of Splatoon 2. I really do like the arena shooter. And anything with the fun, colorful stuff I'm into. Nintendo online servers suck. But, like, I'm into it for sure. I'll give it a try with Andy. Cool, yeah. cool. And there I, also, he is. I also plan to give it a, a try with Andy. Andy. Joining us is Andy Cortez. I put it on the calendar. I'm so excited for this. Oh, it's been a while since there. Oh, I guess. Well, Mario Soccer Strikers really kind of uh, screwed us all over. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mario Strikers coming out and having that and weekend. And, I mean, you know, the, the I, I guess in terms of having a tech test or whatever the hell that they're calling this, uh, they're doing like this preliminary Splatfest or whatever. But um I've been really don't laugh at the word Splatfest, Tim. <laughs> the preliminary very, Splatfest. It's very it's serious stuff. I don't know why. Like us inklings, we all gotta kind of stick together and that's true. That's don't appreciate true. kind of being main fed of like that. But yeah, I think I think Splatoon is Blessing's jam. I think it's kind of got that personality and it it it's just a really fun kind of one more game shooter that doesn't require you to you know, necessarily click heads. You're just kind of painting the ground, and it's it's really neat. It's a fun game. You ever oh, yeah. do the Crystal Chronicles, Andy? I love the comment that said, like, uh, Improv Kings right here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was your comment. That, that was your chat. No, it was Toby Blue. Toby Blue said uh, that. <laughs> I would have loved it, if Andy was giving himself credit. <laughs> Andy, I'll, I'll hop into the, the what's it called, the premature Splatfest with you. I'll, we're I'll, gonna I'll prematurely splat. I, yeah, we're gonna no. prematurely splat together. No, Sweet. I love it. I love it. No, so you can't say you. that. You can't say that. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, we're about to get ready for the Gamescom opening night live situation. But opening night live is so far away. If I want to know what's coming to Mama Grab Shops today, where would I look? You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, we got Midnight Fight Express on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. We got Saints Row on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Are you smarter than a fifth grader on all consoles? And I feel like we have to stream that. I am 1,000% down. That, that will definitely be time. happening sometime good. Friday. Good, good, good. That sounds utterly fantastic. Uh, and I want to I do it with Kev. I want Kev to just, just be tested because we need to know. We need to find out the answers. Does he actually know what he's talking about or do we just believe him? 
I think it's half and a half. Fallen Legion Revenants on PC, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Yars recharged on everything. Uh, that's Justin, a, that's Wack- an Adam Vision uh, joint. Uh, of course, that's the homie that did Ding Dong XL. Uh, he's done stuff with Gary Wood also. So Yars recharged is out on everything, including Hell Atari yeah. VCS, I think. Uh, we got Justin Wack and the Big Time Hack on PC and mobile. And then the Bloodstained Cross Journey crossover update launches today. So weird. I know. So fucking weird. <laughs> but hey, you do you. You do you, Bloodstained. Uh, deals of the day. Wario64 posted that you can get Pokemon My Partner Eevee for $9.99 on Best Buy. Uh, its head moves. Its tail moves. There's a touch sensor on its head. It says Eevee, Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> It's a built-in microphone too. Yeah, yeah, yeah talk yeah. back to you. This is great. Fifty-plus reactions. My dog. Blessing. Can we get this. a? Uh, can we get an impression of the Eevee? Because you do. You're really great at impressions. Oh, I refuse. No, you're not. You're, oh, you're not going to get any more impressions out of me on Games Daily, everybody. All right. Y'all broke my spirit because I did my fantastic Joel, and y'all wanted to make fun of me. Hey, can we get that Joel one more time, Bless? <laughs> yeah. I remember. Eevee. You don't know what hurt is. I don't know what the life was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember Eevee. You know Pokemon say their names? Yeah. Uh, Eevee always, yeah, and some of them say them really weird. It's like Psyduck. It's like, cool, he says Psyduck, and you fucking get it. Pikachu, it's more of like a Pika, and then there's the Chew. Eevee's all, I remember Eevee. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Eevee was fucking weird. It was always just I don't like, remember Eevee. It, it sounded like Eevee was speaking a different language saying its name. It would always be like, like, wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Can we pull a little we have, cuter we, than that? But, Barry, can you look that up? Because I don't remember ever hearing. It sounded more like, 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 like a U U E, like a Lee Oh man! Hey, I'm fucking Evie here. I'm Evie, dude. Um, where the hell are we in this goddamn show? Deal of the day. We just you get your Evie toy. Now it's time for uh, you're wrong. Actually, good. Let's let's see what we're wrong about on this show probably nothing uh let's see breaking news from alwt says reports say that in an interview with tim playstation was afraid of psvr2 sales around launching near god of war ragnarok so they pushed it back until early 2023 there you go there you go breaking news breaking news everybody uh that's been kind of funny games daily thank you to everyone that hung out with us today we have paris we have steve sailor we got barrett we have andy we have mike roger just popped in roger say hi he's he's definitely he can't hear us Roger's deaf and everybody, but I'm sure he would say hi if he could. He would uh, go, about- Raji, Raji. That's his, uh, <laughs> that's his this is the type of energy we are bringing today. We're going to continue rolling right into opening night live, but we're going to be gone for just a couple minutes if you're watching live on Twitch because we got to get it all set up, but it's going to be great. We'll be joining you in a little bit. If you're watching on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games later, we appreciate you. You can check out our Gamescom live reactions and then our Gamescast analysis of what we thought of gamescom later today also podcast services around the globe so stay tuned for all of that until next time i love you all goodbye